Okay, so I want you to think about what I'm going to say and either write down or just simply remember the very first thing that comes to your mind, the very first thought that you have when I say food journaling. Think about it just for a second. What did you just think about when I said food journaling? That's what we're talking about this morning. Hey everybody, it's DJ Johnson and my background is in the golf industry. I had a talent with a golf club and I managed to turn that into a successful corporate career. I managed a lot of facilities and was responsible for some pretty significant revenues and had a great time doing it. But while that was all happening and I was building career, I paid attention to nothing else. And by the time I was 38, I had this successful career, but I weighed over 250 pounds and my food and my eating were completely out of control. Uh, I managed to lose and then maintain a 100-pound weight loss from then until now, which I'm 56. I'll be 57 years old this summer. And and I have to tell you one of the things, there's been a lot of cornerstones uh, for me, but one of the cornerstones of weight loss was my ability to food journal. And it started quite on accident when I decided that I was going to lose weight. The program that I chose at the time was Weight Watchers. And that was back in 2001, 2002, whatever it was. So the Internet was still fledgling. Uh, programs online were just coming uh, were just coming out. And, and I think it was one of Weight Watchers' first programs online. So I would uh, dial in and record what I ate into the program so that I could see what I ate. So I got accustomed to journaling food, what I was eating, measuring it, and then journaling it so that I could see my results. And frankly, I lost weight. (laughs) Uh, I, I lost a lot of weight using that particular methodology. And one of the things that science shows us in terms of behaviors, because most people who lose weight, they study people who lose weight uh, more than 30 pounds and have kept it off for at least a year. That's what they consider successful because most people who lose weight will put that weight back on within a, uh, within a year. One of the habits that those people have in common is food journaling. Yet when I coach and talk to people, and I know that it's not part of our TR90 program, um, that we're taught to use our hand and our uh, fist for measurements. And I think those are great quick measurements. I just don't think there's any, I just don't think there's anything as significant as food journaling in terms of providing results. And there's the science backs that up. People are resistant to it. And when I coach people on food journaling, I get a lot of resistance. So what did you think of when, what were some of the thoughts that came to your mind? Maybe something like, oh, it doesn't matter, or I do it in my head. That's another good one. I do it in my head means I'm really not measuring anything. I eat the same stuff anyway. Uh, Time consuming. It's just cumbersome. Oh, do I have to? (laughs) Um, What difference does it make? Did some of those come up for you? Were, the, were those some of the thoughts that you had when I said food journaling? Um, I had a client the other day say, pain in the A, you know what. And um, 
So that's the stuff that comes up. And in, in, in when we think that, right, when, you know, it, food journaling is just food journaling. But when my thought around it is time consuming or punishment or cumbersome or, you know, pain in the butt, uh, the feelings that that generates, at least for me, is I start to feel overwhelmed. I feel burdened. Maybe I feel frustrated. And when I start feeling those things, I am either resistant or I ignore it. So that's what those feelings give to me. So those thoughts and those feelings, I now resist and I ignore. And I don't write it down. And I have a tendency to overeat. So I don't get the results that I'm looking for. So let me share with you a simplistic way to start food journaling. I mean, I I will tell you, I'm a big fan of apps like MyFitnessPal, uh, which will show you what your calories are as well as all the food macros that you eat. I think that information is very important. But I think just the act of writing it down is considerably more important than the information from MyFitnessPal. So if you have found yourself resistant to food journaling, here's what I challenge you with, is just simply write it down. And what I'd like you to do is to write down what you're going to eat the evening before. So as an example, last night, I wrote down what my meals for today would be. So last night for um, breakfast, I decided that I was going to have a Power Bowl. A Power Bowl for me is a concoction that I make from steel-cut oats, and I use the New Skin Protein Boost, which I just love. It has a little bit of vanilla flavor. I mix the Protein Boost with the steel-cut oats uh, with water and a little bit of oat milk. Uh, You've got to watch the sugar inside of the oat milk. Uh, half a banana. And just a little bit less than a quarter cup of chopped walnuts. And that's my breakfast in the morning. So that's my Power Bowl. For lunch, I'm having lunch with a friend. And we're actually going to eat at the mountain today. And so for lunch, I'm going to have Greek. Uh, There is a maza platter. I'm going to have, uh, there's tabbouleh, there's some baba ganoush, and there's hummus on that platter with mixed greens, olives, and pita bread and they tend to give you a lot of pita bread so i will eat four which is about a half of the pita bread so that's going to be my lunch for dinner i'm going to follow that up with uh this night tonight i am making i have some spaghetti sauce i'm going to make a little bit of pumpkin risotto i'll have a half a quarter cup of pumpkin risotto with some um tempeh for dinner so those are going to be my three meals for the day And I wrote those down last night. I know what I'm eating today. And so I have taken some of the decision-making process away. Because what generally happens to us is we we get to our meal and we haven't pre-planned. And now we're tempted because perhaps we're craving something. Maybe we're overly hungry. Um, There could be any variety of reasons, but we're tempted not to stay on our eating plan because we don't have anything ready for us. That's why I've really taken the guesswork out of what I'm going to eat today. Now, the other thing that it does for me 
just by writing it down in a very simple manner, is it gives me the ability to combat those sudden urges. Because I can pretty much guarantee you, <laughs> at some point in time during the day, I'm going to want a snack or I am going to want to change my meal. You know, like in order to get to the Greek uh, place at work, I have to walk past the mac and cheese place. They make really good mac and cheese. I'm going to walk past there and I can pretty much tell you that my brain is going to look at that and think, ooh, I just have just a little bit of mac and cheese instead of the Greek. I'm still kind of sticking to my plan, and doesn't that sound better? Or it's going to come up with something like that, kind of something crazy. What I do is I use that meal plan to get better at keeping commitments to myself. Because I think one of the things, at least that I do, and I see this in a lot of people that I work with, is we're great at making commitments to other people, but we stink at making commitments to ourselves. And over a period of time, we continue to let ourselves down and we start to believe that we can't keep commitments to ourselves. So I look at that and I say, well, you know what? That mac and cheese does look really good. I acknowledge the fact that it looks good. Great. Brain, you know what? (laughs) You've told me something that, yeah, I think that's probably pretty true. It does look pretty good. But I've already made some decisions about what I'm going to eat today, and I'm going to stick to that plan. Now, that mac and cheese looks pretty good. So if I really want it later tonight, when I'm making my plan for tomorrow, I'll add it to my plan and I'll have it tomorrow. All I really need to do with my mind is not act on that thought in just that moment. Because chances are, I'm going to forget about the mac and cheese before the next day. It's not going to be part of my plan. So what I really just need to do is just distract my brain long enough to stay on my healthy plan. And I have to tell you, rarely does something that I crave or want in the moment ever end up on my plan for the next day. Because by the time I get down to to writing the plan again in the evening, I'm thinking in a more cognitive way versus an emotional way, right? The, the sudden thought or the sudden craving for something is usually for me more about emotion and my emotional brain getting in the way than my thoughtful brain. Because my thoughtful brain knows that on a healthy eating plan, mac and cheese just isn't part of that, at least not on a regular basis. And that if I'm committed to eating healthy, I need to stick to the things that I wrote down. So that's how I use <coughs> food journaling to, to help me to stick to an eating plan. So my suggestion to you would be this. If you're having difficulty journaling, just write it down the night before. Just write down your three meals so that you know exactly what you're having when you're tempted by your brain to not stick to that plan, acknowledge it, say, that's a good thought. And you know what? If I want that, I will add it to my plan tomorrow. But for right now, I'm going to stick on my plan. Once you start keeping those commitments to yourself, you're not really, it's not about willpower anymore, right? It's about pre-planning and using your thought processes to help you to move forward in your journey. And once you start to do that, I think you'll start 
thinking about food journaling differently. Gee, this is simple. I can do this. Not a problem. And if you think those things, hey, I can do this. You might be excited about it. You're going to be less resistant or less tempted to ignore it. You're going to take some action. You're going to write it down. And you're going to change the way you eat. So that's what I have for you this morning. Um, I'm going to take this call off mute and allow everybody to say goodbye to each other.